listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon Log. So Ed basically it lunged at me, but its claws bared and its teeth clamped together. So of course I shot it in the face. Imagine my surprise when it turned out to be Princess Anne. But so, sorry. Oh, is the mic on? Okay, hello, hello, righto. Well, thank you, Lord Buxley, and I'd like to welcome you to this lecture at the Gentlemen's Club of the Empire. Uh, in front of you, you'll find your brainomatic helmets. It's a, a marvellous device which will conjure pictures of my exploits directly into your delicate heads. If you'd like to attach the electrodes and then simply insert the spinal syringe. Ah, there we go. Well, let's begin. 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 Let's begin again with the karma card. Do we, we're looking at to- rolling the totals, are we? Uh, if you roll the seven... You can mark a seven off somewhere on the uh, right. on the board. Ooh, dice. The idea is to get a line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have uh, you seen this trailer for a Schwarzenegger film called Maggie? It's the first I've heard of it this evening. No. Never. He seems to be playing this dad. It's a bit vague, but he's playing somebody. His daughter's got some sort of infection. She runs away, and it looks like there's a. Or I can't tell if it's kind of a sort of a almost a zombie outbreak or what but she seems to become you, you become more aggressive and her body seems to be falling to bits almost and it's all about he's made a promise to his dead wife uh, to protect this girl and everything and it's all it, it's it's a slightly different look for an Arnie film a bit more mature if I dare oh, yeah. say considering he's you know a bit more mature <laughs> yes uh, that's the first where, I've heard of where it where is Nick never heard of it no I just saw a thing from uh uh, funnily enough, from Last Exit to Nowhere, uh, Nick's favourite T-shirt people. I was just watching the Dara and Ed drive across uh, Latin America, and they just done Lucha Libre in Mexico City. <laughs> what the two of them have actually done, or have they just come to watch it? Well, they went to watch it, but they also met a superstar, and they went to the store that makes the masks. Oh, they yeah. made the first mask in 1930 something, really? worn by an Irishman. Of course, of course. That that is Who started the whole craze. That is so lucha libre. <laughs> yes, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a sad week um, for lucha libre, actually, yeah. due to oh, uh, the unfortunate that, death in the ring, which is. Uh, Sorry, they had someone die in the ring. Yeah. Oh, Started my Camry. I. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Oh. Um. Pedro something junior. I don't actually tend to watch. I mean, I can't access it for one thing, but I don't actually watch uh, the wrestling part. I just like the old movies, and they don't make them what they used to. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, he was sort of slammed into the ropes, and it caused some massive spinal trauma. And oh uh, gosh, nobody realised at the time quite how badly he was hurt. But basically, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think he was he was dead before he got to hospital. It was um, oh uh, really quite tragic, and I mean, obviously a pretty young man. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, sort of shockwaves through the uh, the fan community, which is how I found out about it because uh, I do follow a few people on Twitter who are. More heavily involved yeah. in that sort of thing than me. Have you seen a film? I think it was. I'm. I'm fairly sure I tweeted a clip from it. 
a, quite a long time ago, and I'm fairly certain you replied to it as well, John. It's quite possible. Uh, I, think it's called, I think it's called Mr. No Legs. Right, I have no recollection of that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, do, I do forget things, and I had a period of months... <laughs> Where my memory was yeah. was just Swiss cheesed, yeah. but I uh, yeah, no, think I, 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 I remember that. It is a Mexican <laughs> wrestling film, and the main protagonist has no legs. No legs. Right. Uh, no legs. So there's no there's no irony. There's a rather extraordinary fight scene. That was the clip that I tweeted. Uh, I'm gonna have to. Look at it. Right. I mean, because they're known for extraordinary fight scenes, more than once I've um, tweeted the fantastic fight scene from Champions of Justice, where a group of uh, super-powered midgets, each with the strength of ten athletes, um, <coughs> are fighting guys who are basically <laughs> twice their height, uh, who are desperately trying to look as if they're being thrown all over the place by these guys. <laughs> but the, the most wonderful part of it is the incredible jazz soundtrack. It's it's the greatest fight scene ever, and I strongly recommend hunting that one down. Or no doubt I'll tweet it again before very long. The whole film is, is just a joy. You get like Mil Mascaras, who um, who I think is actually retiring this year. He's he's in his seventies, and um, he'll occasionally change mask, but he does it so that you can't see him actually change his mask. He just sort of goes one and then the other, you know. Uh, because his name of course means, you know, thousand masks. Um, let me see if we can page Dr. Neek. Who tweeted, so I assumed he was on his way. Yeah. And I think he answered uh, like what uh, Tim's been asking, uh, you know, uh, what when are we starting? So I thought we'd have noticed. Yeah, that. that's what I assumed. Nick on his way. Is this a link you've Oh yes, man. I know. I've never seen that. I have never seen uh, a, a man in a wheelchair involved in Mexican wrestling. I, I'd, I'd re I really would have remembered that. Challenging. You would remember, isn't it? Yep, challenging. I like the way he's got shurikens on his. That's anyway. That's going to completely. Annihilate my bandwidth if I have that going. Yeah. Uh, he's apparently on his way. He's, he's getting dressed. Uh, oh, thank God. <laughs> Pretty much what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Although with, with one with one fewer letter. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yes, did anyone actually either experience or listen to the last session? Because there was a tweet a little bit earlier. Which has thrown me into confusion because I thought you'd used up all the bullets from the elephant gun. We we had. Oh, thank goodness for that. Um, <laughs> yes, he yes, managed it was, to um, take out two doors and one said, tiny Only dinosaur. one bullet left, and I'm thinking, oh no, he hasn't got one bullet. Have I miscounted? No, no, he took out two doors and one batch of tiny dinosaurs. Yeah, that's what I thought. So and, then, the... and then all the dinosaurs vanished. That was about where we got to. So it was about as effective as an aspidistrin. Uh, well, the, the doors were looking very threatening. <laughs> Imagine that the aspidistra had come in from orbit. It created about that sort of damage. <laughs> you, you were cowering in a linen cupboard, Tim. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I, I did change things very slightly on the layout of the house, only a tiny bit, because the entrance to the attic is technically a kind of ladder staircase in the linen cupboard. That's where it should be. 
Um, But I thought I'd just put a traditional loft hatch in there and make it less of an attic room, more of a a loft. It's slightly anachronistic, but, you know, (laughs) really, if you're worried about that, you're in the wrong game. (laughs) (laughs) So did you finish this at uh, the adventure we got downstairs and then something happened and all the dinosaurs vanished. Yep. Ah. What was that? Ah, well. <laughs> well we went we swirly, 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 woo again. And, you know, ah, okay. Obviously, no spoilers. Um, <laughs> but, yes, we will, we will be uh, possibly on the move again. So you'll need to start having a bit of a think about your situation, which we can do as soon as uh, the allegedly Dr. Nick turns up. Uh, You've all got your characters. That's right. You, all got you, a you were of carrying in the linen cupboard, Riddle's, Riddle's character was carrying in a bedroom and had locked himself in. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll go with that. Uh, has everybody got a couple of dice and access to the um, characteristics table? The attacking, defending one, just in case we need it. Just, uh, just makes, no. Just speeds things up, you know. No, I never usually have these things on hand. Page twelve on the PDF. Usually, because it won't open whilst I'm running a hangout. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it then. I mean, it's not a major thing. It was just to speed stuff up. But since we're probably only using it once in a while this session, because I suspect Good. you'll have other things on your mind. The one thing I've been very, very disappointed about is I, I double-checked the rules that I'm following in um, in this book here, Weird Zone, which is what I'm getting the setting details from. And, unfortunately, I can't have you land in water. So, um, so that's, that's blown an idea. But anyway, uh, but I've printed out maps of the, uh, or plans of the house, rather. So I can now start jotting down all the damage that you're causing. <laughs> you don't mean so we have to pay for it, do you? Well, uh, no, I was thinking more because it might become relevant. I mean, suppose you had to defend yourselves. At the moment, you've got uh, a, yeah. at least two windows that are in, and very few internal doors left. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> oh, I'm not sure about this uh, tea. I got this extra strong tea, largely because it was cheap. Um, and it's supposedly the same blend supplied to Captain Scott, who you'll remember didn't come back from that expedition. Mm-hmm. Not really sure it's the best marketing ploy in the world. Of <laughs> <laughs> course, I cannot find my forgotten, hmm, my forgotten futures stuff. I thought. Have you got the character? I've got my character, yeah. Okay, well, that'll uh, do then. Yeah. Just but find a couple of dice. I've got, I've got, I've got my dice here. All right, that's good. Because the alternative you see is if you can't find any dice, we're going to have to ask Nick to roll for you. And I think, <laughs> I think we can safely no, say that any, no, anyone no, who remembers no, no, last no, no. week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just magic. You know, when as a GM you think, oh, it's such a pity that people aren't going to roll two or three critical misses in a row. <laughs> With oh, an elephant You gun. can always rely on Nick. Except to turn up on time, apparently. So is now Nick uh, officially a doctor of veterinary science, or is this a change in the veterinary code of whatever that says we're now going to call ourselves doctors? I think, basically, that they do in America? there's been a change to some sort of rule 
that says they can now call themselves doctors. So I'm sure it feels really, really earned for them. <laughs> so anybody registered with the Royal Veterinary College or whatever can now call themselves Doctor of, you know, veterinary. So we've got two doctors. You're a doctor, aren't you? I am. Yeah. So essentially, in a group of four or five people with our online group, we've got two doctors, neither of whom can three, actu can three. actually work if on a Jason person. Turned up. Oh, well, that would be like six people. Um, what's he a doctor of? <laughs> doctor of physics. Physics, is Dr. it? Dr. Right. Jason went to the same place I did, but did Bristol. Oh, right, right, a pair of Bristols. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is Jason Dr. Johnston? Yes, he is. Yes. Uh, okay. Who occasionally will call in from his mobile phone propped against a coffee cup, although he seems to have given that up recently. Uh, well, he hasn't, he's been... <laughs> His work schedule is, is actually worse than almost anybody's, which is frankly saying something. Work. Um, he does appear to inhabit his office yeah, entirely. He, 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 oh, bless him, he, he tried very hard, but um, I think things actually got even more awkward and he just couldn't make it, you know, so... Um, is he a medical doctor? No, he does computing something, rather. So there you go. Oh, that's that's half the group who are doctors <laughs> and none of them can actually work on people. <laughs> I didn't even finish my degree. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you. <laughs> <laughs> they only give you a paper, it's a bit of paper, it's not that worth it. <laughs> well. Yeah, and I don't think you can rely on whatever you studied years later. They'll say, oh, it's all right, call yourself a doctor then. I think that's just happened for vets. <laughs> it's not generally the case. It's a bit like an honorary degree, isn't it? You know, you, you can say that you've got a degree, but you haven't actually, you know, you've not done the work, have you? I'll probably cut all this preamble. I, I just say that, you know. Oh, God, I hope to, to... <laughs> No, he made them sit through 45 no, minutes the other week. <laughs> and some people did. Well, it was easier to put in a warning than to listen to it all again myself. Yeah, um, it's just they, they know what sort of games we play. You can always fast forward, you know. I do apologise for not being around for the last few weeks. Oh, don't worry about it. It's not a problem, man. You turn up when you turn up, you know. Ah, we've got the Queen. I don't mean Nick. That was a picture of the Queen. <laughs> you do, in <laughs> no, case no, you do mean Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's muted. And not there. <laughs> and not there. We have an empty chair. The camera comes on and it's the like we're looking chair. at Mastermind. <laughs> which is not something I'd say if he was sitting in it. <laughs> well, good of you not to join us there, Nick. Come on, man. <laughs> It's like people don't even want to be in this half-arsed, no-prep, <laughs> fill-in game that we're, we're playing when we're not doing the proper stuff. <laughs> Take yourself Hi off Hi, everybody! Hi, Doctor No. Fuck! <laughs> well, good of you two. Can you hear us? Uh, yeah, by us? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, anybody. I mean, obviously you can hear me, so that's fine. Um, yes, yeah, good of you to, to uh, drop in. Don't put nice it like that, you shitbag. Sorry, carry on. 
That's good to see. It. Has everybody got? You're going to um, basically run karma cards for everyone tonight, then, I mean, Nick. Uh, bingo. I've got mine. Uh, it's all right. Everybody's sorted out handy, convenient electronic hacks to uh, use there. So you're, or you're okay. Or scribbled on a bit of paper. You want me to tell you what you've picked <laughs> off already, then, Amelia? Do I get to carry over from last week? Oh yeah, of course you do. Oh, good, just please. You've got a five and an eleven. Hang on, where are they though? Yeah, can you say? Well, I I don't, can... which which of the four uh, are you looking your at? Your top left. Okay, your top left one is the only one I've filled in. Well, just give me the numbers right. then, and I'll randomly fill them in. Yeah, that might be easier. Five, eleven, eight, yeah. nine, ten. Who's saying by battleship? Eight. Nine, ten. Okay. I've got a lot of twelves. Elevens and tens, really? <laughs> Three twelves. How very strange. It's almost as if you were rolling like Three some 12s, kind of mania. Two tens and eleven. <laughs> I thought Bastard. it went very well. How are we all? Hello, Tim. Very good to see you. Hello, Nick. Nice to see you too. Yes. I mean, Nick. I'm not just singling out you, Tim. I Nick must say, you are my favourite. Disprove more than a lot of probability. Oh, I've run out of tea. Oh, no. Was I? <laughs> oh, well, you were. You were disproving all the laws of probability. Yeah, come on. The, really, the, the all uh, of them. The no, not all of them. The odds of rolling <laughs> what you rolled are are pretty. Okay. Poor. Um, can I just say? Yes. I'm disappointed at you all for not favouriting my manatee joke. Your what? Your what? My, my my manatee joke. Where where was this? <laughs> was it a joke? Where where was this? I don't know. When was it? When was it? Did I tweet it? Are you sure? Yeah. I, I tweeted, when? which is quite accurate, that oh, today oh, is National Manatee Appreciation uh, Day. No, I haven't seen this. Okay. What's this? No. Well, today is National Manatee Appreciation Day. Right. So I googled images of manatees. Yes looking at them to appreciate them better. One of them was massive. Oh, the huge, huge manatee. Yeah, that used to be my avatar. Oh, I it is it the one of the um, the Hindenburg, where they've photoshopped a manatee into the Hindenburg? No, it was an off-the-cuff joke. <laughs> oh, right, sorry. It's actually been available online for some time. <laughs> But I'm, I'm sorry. No, we all I'm, missed I'm it. I'm really sorry. sorry. Are you sure you tweeted it? Am I sure? No, I'll give you. Sure. Did you? Did you? Did I you honestly didn't see it. Tweeting it, you know. I do remember it now, but I actually thought. <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> when I, was this? Look, there we are. Two hours ago, just found out it's Manatee Appreciation well, Day. Well, two hours ago, to help me I was do this. I googled some pictures of them. One was enormous. Oh, the huge manatee. Right, I probably haven't looked at Twitter in the last couple of hours, so I'll explain it. <laughs> I saw it, but I didn't. I, I missed it being a pun, and I thought it was actually... A gigantic <laughs> manatee. <laughs> so two thirds of us missed it, thing. and the third one didn't get it as a pun. You <laughs> thought I was actually... Oh, a huge I, manatee. I thought... Yeah, I, I, I thought thought guess it, it would work thing. better as a... It, verbal statement. No, it actually works better as that picture of a manatee in the place of the Hindenburg on fire, crashing down in that classic picture with Oh, the huge manatee mm. written under it, which is where the joke was originally 
That's well, hilarious. I did that. Jo- oh, great! Thanks. That it's technically hilarious. <laughs> Just because someone else got to the top of Everest first doesn't diminish my achievement of clambering up there without dying. I have that I have died. Where was that? I have just found your tweet that said you ate peanut butter and jam sandwich for the first time I ever. Seriously? Oh, you said jelly. Yeah. You said jelly, you strange Americanism. Mm. Well, I had to say jelly because it didn't sound right saying peanut butter and jam. I was no, being told to do it by an American, so... Yeah, I couldn't quite work out why you needed a mentor because I'm fairly certain that the way you make those sandwiches, it's kind of self-explanatory. I just wanted to get it right. Okay, okay. Peanut butter and Marmite. What are you talking about? What, what about the only way that would in any way help would be to dilute the horrid effect of the marmite? No, peanut butter and marmite. What? If you like marmite, it's very nice. Or peanut butter and Nutella. Mm, I don't really like Nutella. Right, right, what about a fluffer nutter sandwich? Have you tried one of those? Oh, uh, a fluffer. Fluffer nutter. That's an American one. Is this one. anything to do with a fluffer? Nope. No. It's marshmallow <laughs> fluff. Peanut butter and marshmallow fluff. Or you could just sidestep the sandwich and just have a teaspoon and a jar of fluff. <laughs> well, do you know what I've discovered today? There is an American candy bar called Three Musketeers. Yes, there is. It, yeah, it's a bit like a sort it's of... It's a um, chocolate flavoured exactly. Milky Way. It's, just, it's one bar. Yes. Yep. One bar with two ingredients. Yeah, I know. It, it what makes the fuck? Where, where is it? A Three Musketeer thing, then? <laughs> that made me angry. That actually made me angry. How do you feel about a Babe Ruth? Babe Ruth. I think, isn't it? A Baby Ruth. Babe Ruth was a baseball player. Baby Ruth isn't actually named yeah. after Babe Ruth, you know. Oh, I don't... It's oh, named I after a president's Ruth, daughter, I, I believe. I'm sure one of, oh, our, I'm sure one of our American... No, apparently that's a coincidence. <laughs> Rather weirdly. Oh, okay. um, I'm sure somebody will correct <laughs> me, but, you know, I'm throwing it out there. Anyway. No, the America's fantastic. They've got... They've got um, things like... Well, Zagnut's my favourite, but then you've got um, Mr. Goodbar and O. Henry... Mounds. This is peanut butter cups. You can you can get a couple of mounds if you want. It's basically a like a bounty with an almond oh, on top. Reese's peanut butter cups. No, almond Joy is the one. Oh, Sorry, mounds know. don't. Ha- that's right. They used to have an advertising almond Joy. thing. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Mounds don't have them, and almond Joy do. But, almond Joy is nice. Yeah, it does sound a bit dirty somehow. Mm. <laughs> Although Hershey's is disgusting. Something Anything Sorry, Hershey's I or Godiva is disgusting. Oh, I've tried Hershey's. It's oh, oh, it was fantastic. It's My colleague, the the moaning lady who complains about everything, <laughs> she's she's like the Monty Python. Um, you know, what these red barrels? No, sorry. Um, you know, have you heard that with Eric Idle going on about? Um, his holiday in Spain and just complaining again and again. Yeah, that's the yeah. she's basically like that all the time. She enters a room, she doesn't say hello, she just goes, <sighs> and she does it every time. But oh, what a joy to work she went, with! She went Maybe on holiday. No, it's not, because occasionally you'll hear her. She's gone into the to the staff canteen, and you'll just hear somebody say, "For heaven's sake, what is up?" <laughs> <laughs> but she went on holiday to New York and came back and and brought brought some uh, American stuff. Of course, none of the good stuff, none of the um, cinnamon gum or zagnuts or any of the stuff I mm. like. And she brought back some Hershey's Kisses, and it was just oh. astonishing because if you put anything like that in our in our canteen, everybody helps themselves. You know, it's gone before half the staff have even turned up for their shift. 
except for the kisses, which were there three days later. <laughs> oh, they're disgusting. First time I had them, I thought they'd gone off or something. The single worst American chocolate bar I've ever had, and I'll, I'm, I'm not picking on America or American chocolate bars in general. This this was even regarded as vile by uh, my American friends. During <laughs> Operation Desert Shield, they may Hershey's made a uh, a bar that could actually be carried in the desert without melting, and they also oh. sold it on the domestic market. Oh. Now, just for a ah. moment, think about <laughs> what it takes to make a bar of chocolate unmeltable. Out of sawdust. <laughs> yeah, we um, it, it was a place I used to work at. We'd got some stock of those, and when I when I left the country, they still had the stock. <laughs> and Desert Shield was a distant memory at that stage. Shall we weird zone, people? Yeah, go on. Oh, there's thought. Takes me to Corrales into a. a Could somebody roll me three d ten, please? Just one of you. Oh, d ten. I can roll one of them. I can oh, roll I can one. Roll Should we roll one each? <laughs> Why not? Three. Eight. Three. Right, 14 then. Lovely. Uh, so that's a total of 20. Because obviously I'm adding six on for people who think I can't add up. <laughs> on to what? Right. Oh, right, on to the total. On to right. the total. Yes. Your current situation then. Can anybody remember where you were standing and what you were doing? Me and Mr. We were in the kitchen. Or had just gone through the kitchen. Hmm. Something had just gone through the kitchen. Well, what was left and of the kitchen? Something had just changed. Something had changed and the dinosaurs vanished. Hmm. Yep. Uh, well, now, uh, it's gone a bit quiet downstairs. Uh, the two of you, you're no longer having to shout quite as loudly to one another to be heard. Although you've still got, we got our hearing still back. got some faint <laughs> ringing in the ears, and there's a distinct <laughs> smell of, of gunpowder, um, because that is, that was a black powder elephant gun. So the place is still full of smoke. Oh, uh, that's the problem. I was trained with. I've gone very Australian tonight. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's no, the haven't. problem, mate. I was a strain. I was trained down under. Um, let me find my Carnahan. Nick, oh, you can, A Daniel Carnahan. Earwig. Friends call him Earwig. Can I? Do you have friends? This is sorry. That was it. This <laughs> is a little bit quick. like asking, you know, what Poe's special powers are. Um, why <laughs> do his friends call him Earwig? He has friends. Um, well. On account of his um, uh, particular activities in the Ninth Regiment uh, in the Sudan, but I only tell my friends that, and you're neither shithead. <laughs> Sorry, that was a line from Die Hard. Not Samuel L. Lewick, then. <laughs> uh, no. Right. Well, I what? I haven't actually filled in a particular. What I would like everybody to do, please, is to make a roll on your body. Oh. On my body. Yeah. It that looks like. And this is again. Oh, I actually got Forgotten Futures out in preparation. This is again. So I should have the table. A Sorry, defending characteristic of two. This is a difficulty of two. 
So well, in one or two G two D six. Two D six. If you haven't got the chart, you need to tell me what your body is, and I'll tell you what you're rolling. I need an eleven or less. So, so almost guaranteed. Let's see what I roll, shall we? I have my body is four, and I rolled eight. Oh, very good. So you've succeeded. I rolled a seven. So you succeeded, Tim. Uh, a body of three, and I've rolled a three. Very good. So everybody has succeeded. The result of that is that you are all noticing you're really quite hungry now. The excitement's uh, died down a bit. You're not okay. sort of uh, about to faint with hunger, or so your stomach's making such noises that you could be overheard if you were trying to hide in a cupboard. We but we we found we found stuff in the cupboard. We had you found some stuff. Yeah, yeah. there wasn't. You a might lot. might want to think about making a list of what you've got. I can't remember what it was. A couple of tins <laughs> of bully beef. Uh, some pickles. Yeah, pickles or something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. If it... Yeah, there were some pickles. There were pickles. I don't know if you got gherkins there. We're in a pickle. I'll say that, milady. There were fewer jars of pickles well, than there had we... been a few we minutes before. We don't need because we're back in Richmond now, aren't we? Something shifted. You said the professor fella. I've got, well, to, yeah. I've got to find my accent again. You said the uh, <laughs> professor fella. <laughs> it wasn't that. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> no, Danny. The, on, the only thing that's moved, Nick, right? Okay, the only thing that's actually moving through space and time is the house, not your accent. You don't have to shift it to a different continent. Start with Oi, Mary Poppins, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> um, what's, uh, what's your name? It's Lettuce, isn't it? Lady Lettuce. Which is not a euphemism. Lady Lettuce. Or Lady Parkhurst to you. Well, Lady. Strikes me as there's no need to worry about an inventory because uh, you said we'd be back in Richmond. Well, the house has done that shifty thing. I presume we're back in Richmond. My, my uncle's experiment must be finished. Well, let's uh, head outside then. Uh, you first. Well, Mum, I have the elephant gun. You do? You first. So I'm more of a distance chap, if you like. You might be better with, with the, uh, thing, the you're not close front and personal. Of me. We've already had been through this. All right. <laughs> Worse than me, old sergeant major. Um, I will head out through. Uh, well, can you tell me which way to go then, uh, lady? Well, I think we can go through the scullery door or something, can't we, from the kitchen? Uh, if you go through the scullery, that'll. Uh, you can go to the scullery and then go out into either the breakfast room or the uh, the lab. Directly, so. Uh... Uh, we we were heading towards the lab because we were outside the breakfast room or something, weren't we? Uh, yeah, the kitchen. Uh, come out of the kitchen towards the breakfast you were room. In the, that was it. You go into the, from the lardy and go through to the breakfast room, and. Um... We were in the breakfast room because there was nothing left of the buffet. Uh, no, that had been the dining room. Oh, or well, the dining room. Oh, okay. Which is on the opposite side of the house. Then you, okay, you, you go from the dining room through the larder out into the breakfast room, and Whichever then, then that will connect. That will connect up, back. goes past the scullery, and that will connect up to the workshop. The workshop, then, I guess that's the easiest way out. It is, since there's a bloody great hole right. in it. Well, head that way then. All right, um, I'll um, I'll keep the gun out straight. I've got me one. This uh, one point that I got from my bingo, I can yeah. basically re-roll with that. You can do a number of things. Um, the way you use it is to try and suggest something that might be doable, like wouldn't it be wonderful if I had such and such in my pocket, or uh, a coincidence might happen, or you can re-roll. Oh, I wonder if I might be able to find some 
more bullets for this elephant gun? Uh, in the house, generally. As we pass through the workshop, there's presumably shelves full of rubbish um, and just stuff. junk. You've got to move the... Uh, it's going to take a minute because you've got to shift a very, very large table that some idiot has thoughtlessly put in front of the uh, thing. And although okay. although it's been pushed partly out of the way, uh, it is still obscuring the door. Can we okay. see anything out the window? Can we... Let's uh, let's move this uh, table. Right. I mean, you, can we see anything out the, 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 the windows or anything? So for the breakfast room windows, uh, it's looking a little bit grey. Occasional flash of colour. Right, Come on, lady, it's, it's your skirt. Swir let's swirly, get this table moved. Snow globe. Thing. Yeah, it's looking a bit like that. Um, once you've once you've pivoted the <laughs> Nick, your character's got a body of six. You can shift it on your own. <laughs> no, but he doesn't want to. No, that's not. It doesn't seem. It doesn't hardly seem fair. Do you have the other end of the table? Thank you. Anyway, you, you don't. You don't need to roll for slightly that. more of the weight. <laughs> Despite the fact that you can like bench press an elephant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a bastard! It's character building. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, heading into the um, the fairly light and airy workshop, you notice quite a bit of broken glass on the uh, floor of it. Um, the benches haven't been overturned because they are proper uh, sort of lab-type workbenches, so it takes a, an awful lot to tip them up. But a lot of things have been scattered around. It's quite clear a few things have been broken, but how much damage there is, it's hard to tell because it's a bit untidy in here to start with. There are okay. indeed shelves full of knickknacks. Uh, well, as luck would have it, and as Bingo would have it, I do spot a small cardboard, what appears to be box of uh, elephant gun shells. Right. I'm afraid not. The sort of stuff you're likely to be able to find by spending a point isn't going to be quite so deadly. Oh, because <laughs> I've been so deadly with this elephant gun. Has anyone anyone in the party, has anyone felt that their life might end at any moment when Nick has been wielding <laughs> that elephant gun? Only if I to take the bad luck to be anywhere in front of it. Or to the side, or, or anywhere other than other than like two inches directly behind him. It, it's turned him into a projectile, <laughs> what two or three times. <laughs> now, How about a phased plasma rifle in the forty watt range? Then, if you want a weapon that that does forty watts of <laughs> output, you are very welcome to one. Is there, for example, the engineering piston piston gun thing? Uh, yes, the reciprocating. Uh, jackhammer type mining device yes that is at the far end uh, under a blanket you know where it is well then I may point Mr. Earwig towards it and say that's probably the nearest sort of weapon we've got around here well you can see well, you can I'll, see I'll, this I'll this gun for the moment well we've well, where's, where's, where's the professor I've got one bullet left saving that no, for you, you. Haven't. <laughs> I was going to say for you <laughs> <laughs> You haven't got any no, bullets. It was meant to make you feel safe. I have got. I've got one left. Damn. No, I'm pretty we sure. had this discussion before, I, and we were I thought sure you'd run out. But all. one of the listeners, I'm I afraid, thought you'd run out. Uh, Bukalta said uh, that you'd got one left. So I was in. I was in two minds. You've probably got one How left. How about then. I think I've got one left? No, you can, you can have one left. That's fine. Okay. You know, I'll save it for a, in every box. a rainy day. <laughs> That's what my mum said. So. Well, um, then I'll, so... I'll head towards the blanket at the other end. Then. 
Yep, if you whip the blanket off, uh, underneath is a very large tripod-mounted thing. It comes pretty much up to chest level, uh, and it has a, a big sort of two handles and lots it's of... It's not portable, then. Well, yes, it's portable. It's not terribly carryable, but it can be moved any... by a group of men to from side to side. If you recall, oh, right. I said it was something that could probably be adapted into a weapon. It's not designed as a weapon. It's designed to sit and right. pound away at a, um, a mine Rock wall. Face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about I've got my um, jemmy. Is there anything like a cavalry saber or uh, that sort of thing down here, or is my jemmy the best kind of melee weapon? Uh, he's not very big on weapons, the professor. Really, it's it's just kind of. Sheer luck that he got the elephant gun left at all. Um, Typical of the I... posh knobs, relying on the common man to do all their soldiering while they can mess I... about. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> can Carry I on. find anything like an axe or a hammer or pickaxe or just something to hit things with? Axe, basically, pickaxe, that kind of thing would have been in the uh, sort of shed um, outbuilding. That's vanished. But yeah. in terms of things like gigantic spanners, big lengths of wood, strange implements that. Big screwdriver. Yeah, you know. loads of those sorts of things. You can you can find. I'll grab something like You can that. find what I would I'll define as an improvised melee weapon with no problems yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Didn't your uncle have a huge chopper? It should be out in the shed. Okay. That's where he was last seen. Where my uncle was. Uh, well, let's. Anyway, this is all pointless because uh, we clearly are back in Richmond, and the end of the adventure is is rapidly but, approaching. But we, we the don't cell. know if right. any of those creatures might still be in the house. We may have shifted, but I thought it vanished. Did it not vanish as soon as the thing happened? When well, you say it, what do you mean it? The dead thing on the floor. Or couldn't we hear rustling in the next? I haven't listened back. I'm we afraid. heard rustling, and then it went quiet, and the dead That's thing. Right. And the dead thing went. Yeah, the thing you'd blown into a small puree. You haven't checked on the uh, dinosaur upstairs, however. No, well, we don't need to. Let's go outside. Or indeed, what happened <laughs> to the other one? Possibly There was possibly the other one that was two. down in the breakfast room or dining room or something. But we don't really <laughs> want to go looking for them, do we? No, no, no I, much I, better to got, sit down uh, and have a bite to eat and let them come and find you. We've got your character with us, Tim, sorry. Tim's hiding well, in a linen cupboard. I, ah. Oh. <laughs> he was upstairs, as I, recall, as I recall. He was cowering yeah. under a pile of towels or something. I, I was just having a relaxing pipe yeah. in, in the linen in the, cupboard, I think. That... A pipe of what? Crack? <laughs> 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 so if anybody needs know, clean linen, it's it's going to have a certain um, tobacco-y kind of aroma. Lovely. <laughs> so you you appear at this point, I guess, because um. Well, I, we won't I get moths. I'll put my head out of the linen cupboard and say a tentative hello. Uh, you pop your head out. Back behind me, my lady. You... I'll say swinging the elephant he's, he's gun around. He stares in the linen closet. <laughs> This is a very loud tentative hello. Uh, you poke your head into the study. Uh, there's nobody in there, uh, although you can see that the ladder is down from the loft. Uh, if you open the door and peek out onto the landing, you can see there is a very big dead lizard lying on there. Oh, still there. Um, and no sign of anyone else. Um, 
I'll drop down the stairs in that case uh, and listen, see if I can hear anybody talking. Uh, you, no, you probably wouldn't be able to unless you actually <laughs> go nearer to them because they've headed off into the out the back of the building, basically. So um, you may want quiet. to make them of this noise when you approach us. He's still okay. got one. Bullet. Yes, might I suggest a sort of <laughs> a loud roaring sound would be appropriate. Well, <laughs> scrape, scrape, scrape. I'll do that sort of thing. <laughs> um, I'll say. Uh, I say. Uh, they can hear you, by the way. You, you, you yeah, can right. hear him at the back. H hello, um, Professor? Ah, um, good Lord, what happened? I was in the linen cupboard. <laughs> Who the hell are you? <laughs> it's all right, he's with us, he's with us. He's, he's a friend of my uncle's. All right. Um, Where sir, did this Daniel is... appear from? Sorry. Uh, this on. gentleman was in the attic. He said he was doing some repairs. Yeah, I had uh, some um, repair work for the professor. Oh. Uh, personally, I think he was up to no good, but uh, he's proved very effective with the elephant gun. No good. I'm a highly professional um, loft engineer. Burglar. Yes, we're, we're convinced that he's some sort of criminal, therefore we've armed him. <laughs> we I can't we use accent, right? Hey, who am I to judge? <laughs> who are you, sir? Oh... My name's Mathers. Mathers, George is it? Mathers. George Mathers. All right. <laughs> you appear to have... Stay in front of me, Mathers. Were you professor? I can't remember. He's a sir, professor, I think. Uh, sir, no, that was just... it, yeah. So, um, how... What, what, a sir, is it? What are your feelings on... How did you uh... get that? <laughs> I didn't vote for the you. the masses. <laughs> I'm hanging on to outdated imperialistic dogma. <laughs> That perpetuate. <laughs> so are you trying to say you didn't vote for me? Um, are you the kind of person who puts much stock in the uh, uh, the natural order of things? Because uh, this this ruffian appears to be calling you Mathers. Hmm. Sir George. Well, actually, John, that is actually <laughs> that is actually his name. But uh, I did notice that uh, you you'd called him Matthews. On, uh, on oh, I thought I'd called him Mathers. Um, right, did I call him Matthew? Oh. I've got Mathers written down. No, I mean, mm. Carnahan has actually called you, referred to you as Mathers, as opposed to saying Sir George, and I'm just wondering how your character reacts uh, to that. No, well, um, Mathers is what most people call me, is what I was called at school. Right, so. presumably. Ah, ha, Charlie Horse, sorry, t leg cramp. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Everything is rising around. Sorry, right. amongst yourselves. Oh, God. You're wanting some comedic pain, so we're sorry to, uh, to giggle at it. Oh, I think I'm getting sympathetic cramp as well, actually. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. So now that, again, it sounds filthy. <laughs> oh, it's nothing to worry about, madam. It's uh, sympathy cramp. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hang on, my dodgy knees just fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the dodgy knees on the other leg, but the, oh, good God. I don't even know the name of that muscle. I would ask, but there isn't a real doctor here. <laughs> right. Christ on a bicycle. Which is probably the problem. Um, <laughs> yes, so you're quite happy that, that this guy's calling you Mathers then, right? No, well, no problem. It's entirely up to you. I'm not, I'm not trying to push it. I'm just making you aware that it's 1893. It's up to you how your character's acting. 
well, how liberal-minded are you? Yeah, I, th- I think uh, a re- regular clip round the ear is going to be... He's holding a hand, I forgot. <laughs> I just use a clip round the ear as a punctuation point, I think. At the... <laughs> <laughs> well, Sir Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not one to gloat, but... <laughs> I didn't know you were responsible for it. <laughs> Hello. Oh, he's Hello. back. Hello, clip. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? Where are the dinosaur creatures? Well, the one down here vanished. Do you know what's going on, Mavers? There's a uh, 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 there's still a dinosaur at the top of the stairs. What alive? Um, well, it wasn't moving, and I didn't really want to go too close. It's resting. Oh, the one, the one that um, what's his face? Uh, Mark's character. Yeah. Whatever Mark's character is called. He shot John, it. John, John Ball. Ball, I think. John Ball, yes. Apparently every game that Mark's in has got a character called John Ball at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dinosaur that Mr. Bull shot. He was he was very good, but I think he's managed Mr. to lock himself in the bed. <laughs> he, he's managed to lock himself in the bedroom last time I noticed, so he probably won't be joining us. I'm sure he's fine, no, don't worry. <laughs> all very, very peckish. Isurient, all hungry alike. Uh, sir, would you, um... Well, Mr. Mathers, we were just about to check outside to see if we were back in Richmond. Uh, yeah, the house yeah, shifted um, again. I'll, uh, we're in the workshop, right? We were heading to the workshop. Uh, yeah, you'd, you'd step through into the workshop lab, which is a kind of conservatory, really. So you should be able to see out. Yeah, poke, I'll poke my head out of the door. There was a door coming out of there, wasn't there, onto the garden? Well, there was a blooming big hole, actually. Yeah, <laughs> ah, you, right. you had, I'll poke my head out of the hole. You had drawn several of the sort of blackout curtains, but um, not all of them. And the uh, dinosaur had, of course, come in through the window. So... Um, yeah. You know, curtains uh, blowing about a bit anyway yes you've got a broken window um, quite a big one which means that any anybody can walk in or out without hindrance and you can step straight out into the garden if you want the back garden what do we see? well you see the garden uh, as before the <laughs> and um, the sort of outbuilding part of it is, is still there but quite obviously, the place has moved the way it did before. You've, you've just got an entirely circular area around the house, and then there's a sort of a void that you're drifting through. Well, oh, apparently so still drifting through, yeah. And it's we're almost exactly traveling. the same as it was before. Oh. Oh, I guess we're still on route. Could everybody who's stepping outside please make oh. me a roll using their mind? Okay. And this is against a difficulty of four. I rolled an eight, and my mind is four. Okay, so you don't see anything unusual. Earwig? I rolled oh, a Tim. seven, and mind is five. Sorry, so you rolled a seven to... and a mind of five, did you see? My mind is five. Okay, yeah. uh, Nick, what's uh, Earwig got? Uh, I'm not stepping outside. I'm watching what happens to the two people right. who do. Well, nothing appears to have happened. They're breathing perfectly normally, although uh, Sir George just 
glances across, you can see something in the sky, Sir George. Um, just a little bit above the uh, the trees, way, way, way in the distance. Um, <coughs> is it moving? Well, it's almost impossible. It's probably moving, but you're in a very, very weird place. Uh, clue being in the name of the yeah. game. So, it, because there are no particular landmarks, it's a bit hard to judge how things are actually moving, but you, you get the feeling as things stream past that it possibly is, yes. Is there any sort of discernible shape to it? Or is it like a, a just a spot? A um, no, it's a little bigger than that. It's um, It seems to be... You can't quite tell what angle it's at to you, but it seems to be some sort of platform almost with Are you pointing this out with a sort of um, box-like structure above it. It was a what? A plant? Did you say? No, it's platform. almost like a sort of a platform what? with a kind of box-like structure on it. Are you pointing this out to us? Yes, absolutely I am. A platform um, with a box-like structure. Hmm. Uh, is that does anyone to have do any with Richmond? Oh, hang on a sec. I think my uncle might have something in the workshop. I'll have a quick look. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, sure. Sorry. Uh, some sort of field glasses. Tell us. Tele there's a telescope upstairs. He's... You can easily nip up and get that. He does uh, a bit of. Uh, bit of I'll astronomy. tell Daniel to go and get it. Uh, you'll tell what? Sorry. Um, Daniel, would you just pop upstairs and fetch the. Uh... Oh, sure I will, Lord Muck. Why don't I polish your boots while I'm at it? He's very accommodating, this fellow, isn't he? That would be quite inconvenient, actually. <laughs> I'll remind you, sir, that it's reprobates like me that built this bloody country. Mm. Uh, this country, I should point out, is a, isn't currently a circular area. Um, <laughs> a matter of about 300 feet across. <laughs> Possibly less. <laughs> We're not overwhelmed. <laughs> All right, I'll get you a telescope. Thank you. And help myself to whatever else I find up there. You'd have seen it in the. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> it doesn't really matter where you're going to go with it. Yeah. It's true. I'll, I'll go and find the telescope. Begrudgingly. Yes, I think I've made it begrudgingly clear. It's to be very easy to find. It's actually in the study. And uh, it is a sort of. You know, it's pointing kind of up and out. Uh, and it's a. You know, perfectly nice-looking telescope, as you might expect. Uh, well, all right, I'll carry it down well, with it, elephant gun under a, one arm. It's one of those sort of chunky types on a on a bit of a tripod, so um, uh, easy enough for you to lug down, even with that gigantic ironing board of a gun you carry. Um, <laughs> so he reappears a minute or two later with uh, a very good-looking telescope. What can you see out there? Well, Sir George, presuming that you're actually going to set well, it up and use it, mm -hmm. what you can mm -hmm. see, it's a little bit difficult to tell, but it looks like two and a half terraced houses on a small plot of land. Good grief. It's clearly <laughs> it's clearly very distant because this is this looks like a quite a good astronomical telescope and you're not getting a massive amount of, of detail so you've no idea how far away it is, but it's only just about discernible with the naked eye. But you can't you Are know, there any people blinking slightly and um, say would you look look through this telescope and just tell me what you see? 
Yes, yeah, Sydney St George. It, 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 it looks like two and a half terrace houses. Uh, you can actually it, it make out some movement inside behind the windows. You can't tell what what it is, but it's uh, there's, there's somebody there's in there. You think? Possibly people inside. Do I recognise the address or the houses? It's local. Well, local to Richmond. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to just immediately say no, really, because do you? How are you going to tell where they they're from? Well, do they look like the sort of house say... from the area? They're very much sort of, um, you know, working folks' houses. So more oh, so, so not necessarily the sort of thing you'd have found next to uh, whatever the hell his name Not is. Richmond, um, then. Sir Williams. Not... Well, I don't think we want those people, do we? You know, they're, they're, it's a terrace. It's not a, it's not a, a posh terrace. Right. I, I, I don't think we're in Richmond, but... It's certainly a lot emptier than it was if you are. <laughs> it's it's become even more exclusive. Consisting of three and a half houses and two small gardens. <laughs> Did you think they could um, see us, Sir George? Give them the wave. All together now, in all at once, Mexican stuff. <laughs> I sort of wave my hanky or something at them. <laughs> I'll raise my hat. Right. Um, if you look for a reaction, nobody seems to have come outside, and you can't make out any detail through the window to tell whether anybody's signalling back. There are no flashes of light or anything like that. Are they in our sort of bubble, or do they appear to be in no, their own bubble? No, they're definitely way, way outside your bubble. I mean, they're, they're a long way off. It's it's completely impossible to, to work out how far away they but are. But they are without perhaps if you human dwell. I know this is a, a strange. Are they obvious? English dwelling houses, yep. or are they, can we not even make that? They, they are. It looks like part of a row of terraced houses has just been sliced off, scooped out the ground. And are they going the same way as we are, travelling at the same speed, or are they sort of crossing Just make a roll path, on or? mind, please. This is a difficulty three. Okay, I've rolled eight again. I'm consistently rolling eights against a mind of four. Mm, uh, yes, that is actually enough. Mind. Um takes you a second or two, well, perhaps, in fact, a few minutes, but eventually you realise they are, in fact, moving very gradually in the opposite direction, or perhaps almost opposite. Okay. I, I think moving away from us, Sir George. Hmm. Hmm. Well. I don't, I don't think there's anything any... to do about them, is there? No, well, we can't really steer our house. Can we? And I don't think so are really we on an isolated patch of land? Yeah. Because I... I mean, don't get me wrong, but this isn't Richmond. This bit is. No. Well, it's part of Richmond. Yes. Well, oh, the... yeah, I, I, I take the point that we're on a sovereign territory, but <laughs> what I'm suggesting is the rest of the territory to which it is normally attached isn't. No. So the, we, we, the question we... occurs, where... In the name of the Queen, are we? Well, that's what we can't decide. This is what happened before. We seem to disappear into this vast travelling mm. snow dome. Mm. So, are we just en route back to Richmond? Is that your suggestion? Well, I should think so. I mean, I'm, I imagine my professor's <coughs> uh, uh, experiments finished and we're, we're heading back to 
wherever we left. We presumably left a big hole. Did you, though? Uh, I, I'm just a little worried that we may be heading somewhere else. Somewhere well, else, no. mate. Well, no, because when my uncle demonstrated the experiment, the, the, the prototype vanished for a little while, and then it came back again. So, surely we should be That's very true. If you'd been invited well, along, sure you'd already know that. But, of course, you were doing repairs, weren't you? Well, he didn't warn me that there would be some experiment going on. Otherwise, I would have worn, uh, you know, protective... Equipment. Well, he like seemed a, a to box. vanish. <laughs> he seemed to vanish with the, the, presumably the larger version of his prototype, which caused this whole travelling mm -hmm. thing. I'm sure we'll get home fine. Well, we seem to travel for quite a while beforehand, so presumably it's going to take us the same time to get back. It's like every Irwin Allen How production, isn't it? Oh, we'll be back fine, and then you're in syndication, and nobody ever sees a final episode. <laughs> How long uh, were we travelling for when we for, when we when we were travelling here? Hmm. Well, it was some hours. Or did everything go a bit? Some hours. It was hours. Mm. Oh, possibly. Would anyone like a cup of tea? Oh, well, I was just trying to say exactly the same myself. Tea and biscuits. Daniel, Daniel, tea, please. You see, at least Lady Parkhurst wasn't ordering him around like that. Coming right up, sir. <laughs> Let us, should we sit down for a while? Yes, well, we should, I was going to look through my, the workshop and see if there was anything else that might be useful, just in That's case like we we um run into any more problems. I mean, we don't know whether that other dinosaur disappeared. You don't. But you are standing out on the lawn discussing this, so it seems a perfectly reasonable place to defend yourself against a possibly no, I'm, I'm super wandering predator. back into the workshop. <laughs> yes. I'm wandering I'm sure you'll feel much safer on the other side of that big broken window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pull the curtains across it. Yes, you can, you can do that, but it's not going to keep anything out. We can't see it, it can't see us. <laughs> Daft as a brush, but very, very ravenous. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to start picking through the workshop for anything vaguely weapon-like. Well, as or... I say, you can certainly find things that would be classed as, you know, improvised weapons. Something that more, might... more elephant gun bullets or... <laughs> nah, sorry, he's... He's yeah. got virtually nothing like that. He does, however, have all sorts of supplies and tools. Supplies, supplies and tools. Which um, I'm blaming Nick for that. I can't get that. <laughs> um, supplies and tools which you would be able to construct quite a number of things with if you had the know-how, including possibly some sort of um, you know chemically operated weaponry. But ah, uh, you see, well, Joe Bull had the engineering skill. Did he? Uh, what a pity he's yeah, I don't so know whether, far out of reach. I don't know whether Tim's character had anything. Um, nothing like what that. Is, what I is your speciality then, Sir George? Um, being well, wealthy. <laughs> Smoking a pipe. Yeah. Getting people to do things for Be, me. Being born in, in the right family. That was essentially your specialist yeah. ability. <laughs> Especially <laughs> being good. I have a detective of seven, scientist seven, scholar seven. Wow. 
you should pretty much know exactly what you're dealing with with Carnahan <laughs> then, just by taking one look at him. <laughs> Matter of fact, Sorry, with, John, with I Detective should... of Seven, you might actually have some doubts about other people in the party. No, not sure. <laughs> He's basically Sherlock Holmes with Detective of Seven. Oh, God. <laughs> There's, there's two of us, there's only one of him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I am immensely fat. <laughs> Sorry, he's basically Nero Wolf with a detective of seven. <laughs> who? Nero What do you mean, who? I don't... I'm shocked, you don't know Nero Wolf. Nope. Oh, dear. You'll be telling me you've never heard of The Thinking <laughs> Machine next. You... That rings a bell. Oh, okay, good. Uh, Nero Wolf is a rather, rather brilliant detective who, uh, kind of Mycroft-like, he's a he's a big fat guy. He just he doesn't go out. He has uh, he has an associate who goes out and gets beaten up all the time. Who's it by? Uh, uh, Rex Stout, I think. Uh, God, I'll have to check that now. No, no. Is somebody with a quieter really keyboard that. than me able to just quickly check who wrote Nero Wolf? Hmm. Not ringing a oh, bell. Okay. It's not It was a very good TV adaptation some years ago. Anywho. Um, yes, you'll definitely be wanting some tea and probably more than biscuits because it is quite some time since you ate. I'll go and poke around at the larder. Right. Um, you can. I thought we found some tea. I'm making a cup of tea. There is some tea. A vat of tea. There is some milk. Um, it's reasonably cool. There's not a great deal of milk because, of course, it gets delivered fresh every day. Mm. Um, since you haven't really got much in the way of refrigeration. Well, the baker would have been as well, then. That should be in a larder somewhere, a loaf of bread or something. Well, yes. Unfortunately, anything that was resembling kind of fresh food has quite clearly been savaged by whatever those little creatures uh, were. Yeah. I'll poke around the tins then. You've got a couple of tins of bully beef and uh, a few other bits and pieces. Some jars of chutney and pickles. Oh, yeah, and... probably tons of chutney. And it'll be one made of a vegetable nobody likes. Preserved fruit or something, or you know. Maybe, if you Yeah, courgette yeah. chutney. I mean, what's the point of aubergines and courgettes, really? They just make people oh, I sad. People like courgette. I love aubergine and courgette. <laughs> they just yeah. make people sad. Oh, they're lovely. They're lovely. You know, Grilled you've, got the, you've got a world that can give you the wonder yeah, of the of the roasted parsnip, and to counterbalance it, it has to give you the fucking courgette. You see, I'm not big on parsnips, so get out you of know my what? group. I prefer parsnips. <laughs> 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 he has a zero tolerance policy <laughs> on these vegetables. Yeah, there, there are certain I, I things one must I take was... a stand against. I was finally convinced of parsnips <laughs> at Christmas when Rick cooked them in orange juice. Roasted with oh. orange juice. Oh, that does sound good. I actually Doesn't ate them as opposed to going, no, they're disgusting, they're the spawn. <laughs> Can't you just tell yourself they're albino carrots and just eat them anyway? No, my mother spent many a year trying to chop them the same shape as the roast potato. It never fought <laughs> <laughs> I I um, parboil them and roast them with mozzarella, uh, with um, parmesan, and they taste fucking lovely. No, take, take the parsnips away and just keep the cheese. You can't just have roasted parmesan. <laughs> anyway, you've never heard of grilled cheese. I, I fear that we may possibly have drifted slightly from the point. Sorry, we we went into the larder. Yeah, yeah. Would, so, would somebody <laughs> would somebody with a pen and paper available like to make a list of what you've got? Because 
it is going to be quite important in this game if we keep doing it. Um, so what have we got? Sort of resource management. You've got to start to think of this in a slightly old school D and D way. Ah, you are... oh, no, you're going to make three components, no, aren't I'm, you? I'm ah. not going to deal with spell components <laughs> and encumbrance. If the, if the encumbrance rules were in effect, I can assure you that Mr. Carnahan's elephant gun would be causing considerable problems. <laughs> well, it's not weighed down with bullets, though. Yeah, because they're the no. heavy bit of an elephant gun. What do we, what's in the larder, John? Right, you've got a couple of tins of bully beef. Each one is... Well, you could probably get maybe three serve let let's be generous and say there's there's three moderate servings victorian tins were quite a size moderate yeah yeah, yeah we're not, they're like, not like a little no size of a car you're thinking of oil drums oh yeah <laughs> judging by those hand movements i hate to see size of a can opener for an oil drum <laughs> yeah yeah can opener eh yeah, they haven't invented oh, those. No, yet. they haven't. The uh, weapon of choice for can, uh, I think, is usually a bayonet. Yeah, it's you have some sort mm. of scaggy, hard knife type thing you open yeah. in there. Uh, luckily, you have the um, the wonders of uh, Sir William's lab and workshop. So if you wanted to, you could try opening these tins with um, a rather large pneumatic rock drill. <laughs> Almost guaranteed to open them. Who wants to make a roll for that then? Okay. No. I'm. <laughs> or you've got one bullet I'll left for that elephant gun. <laughs> I'll stick to the screwdriver and wrench for the opening cans. <laughs> right. You yeah. can salvage uh, literally a few handfuls of bread, crackers, bits and pieces. There is some food you can salvage from the buffet. There was some port and stuff in the buffet. Yeah, you're alright on booze because oh, there's also a, a wine cellar. <laughs> oh yeah, Not all of the booze has come upstairs. A lot of the glass and so on in the, um, with the buffet was broken. Anything that could kind of be spoiled has been, but a few things have survived, but really oh, from there you're only getting so enough we... for one meal. So William might have some cheese in the cellar, I would have thought. Well, maybe. A lot mm. of it, of course, has come out uh, for you know his big presentation, but there might... But not his best you still. You probably have a look for something voice. if somebody wants to go down into the cellar. He's got a whole cellar full of stinking bishop. I think our problem was we didn't have light before. That's why we didn't go in the cellar. We did not. The cellar no. sounded quiet, but we didn't so go down. So an insurmountable problem. The Mathers thinks the sun shines out of his ass. All he could possibly <laughs> drop his hand and wander down. I'll stand at the top of the stairs. <laughs> if you want to pop down. <laughs> um, I, I still need some light. Is, is there like a lamp or a candle or something just I, inside the door? You would be able to find some candles and holders. You'll be able to find a few um, oil lamps. Those kind, of, those kind yeah. of things are in various places around the house, and there are certainly several around here, so you're okay for that. I'll, I'll show Mr. Carnahan the cellar, given I'd know where uh, I'm going to say and... that you've got ni well, nine I'm gonna candles. I'm going to cover the cellar from the top of these stairs. If you'd like to write down that you've got nine candles. Four candles. <laughs> I knew you couldn't well, I can't. Oh, it's just brilliant. I was watching it again the other day. 
I said that. I actually said that once. I went into I went into work. I went into town. I actually bought four giant candles. Came back to the office. Went look what I've bought. Four candles. And my colleagues who are ten years longer younger looked at me blankly and just went, "Oh, oh that's nice. really? Oh, no. <laughs> Everyone, I do. No, no one in my friends. Got any O's? Apparently, except Carrie. Yeah, apparently, if you're ten years younger, not a flicker. Hmm. <laughs> Sadly, there's an increasing number of people that are ten years. <laughs> right. An ever-increasing number. <laughs> uh, well, I not specifically ten specific. years. The people who are specifically ten years younger, obviously, that's not increasing. That is indeed decreasing. <laughs> but ten years or more. I may gently prod Mr. Carnahan to go in front of me down the stairs. <laughs> Um, I'll go very slowly down lamp the up, Lamp up behind him in a helpful way. Right, so in front of you, you can see a bloody great shadow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, can you hold it over my head, Mum? Sorry, yes, I'll sort of hold it over your head and just accidentally smack it into him. And, yeah. Or use a candle and drip hot wax on his head, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, there is that, you know. Some of us like that, Mum. <laughs> I have an oil lamp. <laughs> right, a um, few steps down, turns off to the right, and you're in a really quite cramped wine cellar. I mean, it, it wasn't designed to be a wine cellar. But there are a few bottles down here. Also... You'd think it'd be quite a large cellar. Um, no, it's not huge. It's not huge. Okay. The, uh, the main part of the cellar is actually bricked off and is accessible from outside because it's full of coal. You've got oh, okay. a reasonable amount yeah. of coal, you would reckon. But he's sort of so converted this bit. To be honest, Sir William, not that huge on loads of um, fancy food and drink for, for people. He didn't have guests no, very not... often. But you've got, let's say, there's a couple of large cheeses, um, half a dozen bottles of wine of various vintage. Ooh. In fact, you get the feeling a couple of them might possibly be quite old and maybe valuable. A lot of dust, lying horizontally, of course. And um, what else is going to be down there? There's a few other bits and pieces, some dubious-looking unlabeled tins. And uh, that's about it. Oh, what about this dinosaur upstairs, Mom? Could we bring it? Is it cooler down here? Could we bring it down? I know a thing or two about butchery, but but are you suggesting we eat it? Butch, butchery. Not raw. We cook it. Be lovely a bit Bushally. of butter. Oh, I suppose. <laughs> Well, yes, I mean, I, I guess you in the tropics they eat iguana, don't they? So That's the sort of thing um, you say and expect everyone to nod, but in fact people look at you as if you've just grown an extra head. <laughs> I was just going to go for cheese and wine right now. Mr. Uh, but... Yeah, but if we're here a long time, we might be glad of that meat, Mum. Well, I, I suppose it's a sensible idea, but honestly, I think we're on our way back to Richmond. We'll be there in a couple of hours. We'll be back before oh, we what if the shops are shut? What if you turn up on a Sunday? Oh, God. Well, then will you send somebody out to get something? What, on a Sunday? Hmm. Well, yes, they'll why open would, up for us. Why would we not have something? <laughs> this is from a man who's never not had something that he wanted for his entire life, so he's struggling a little bit. Um, <laughs> I don't understand this not having. Well, Listen, yeah. We were okay. camped out um, during the uh, the uh, uh, the cane mutiny. 
the the Kenya mutiny. Okay. Uh, we were caught out in the uh, the jungle of that particular country for the, the country of Cain. Is that the one? The country of Cain, yeah, yeah where they make the sugar. Um, for three weeks, and we had to do some bad things. I'm not going to say what. Okay. But, uh, but you have to be prepared to do bad things in this sort of situation. Well, mm. if 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 it comes to it, Mr. Earwig, then then you can create dinosaur steaks or whatever later. Well, no, Mum. I need to butcher it uh, relatively soon while the meat is still fresh. Oh, well, I suppose you could get. Well, no, you can't really get Sir George to help you. I'll give you a hand in, in no, a bit. No, <laughs> I don't think I can. Um, but for now, I, I, cheese and wine, okay? I mean, I'll have some cheese and wine now. Yeah, also... Let's okay. find out where we you end up because if we are in Richmond, you know, some bread I don't want to be accosted by an irate well, biologist. I'll grab this uh, camembert and this bottle of... Oh, that looks quite nice. Um, Can we just bring camembert? the carcass down here where it's cool and dark, Mum? Prevent it going off. Trust me, you don't want to see a corpse after a few days. Uh, well, can we so eat So you first? want to eat one after a few days. Can we eat first? I'm very hungry. Dark times. Well, you go and start dragging the dinosaur if you want to. I'll just have a bit of food and then I'll help you. I'll think ahead then. <laughs> I'll carry a bottle of wine and a lump of cheese upstairs for the kitchen. Right. I think that's no- enough. One of the nicer bottles. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> if only you had a sabre, you could lock the top off it. 1840-something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you've got some stuff that's, you know, a few decades old. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the uncle's good ones, it, you know. I think he does. It's quite possible that you've you've got a wine there that that wasn't necessarily meant to be left and drunk generations later, but he really doesn't check that cellar very often. Well, I I, know, I would know wine, so yes, I'd find yeah, something that's decent. Right. Uh, if you check around in the kitchen, nice obviously in the kitchen you can find the sort of things you would expect in a kitchen. Uh, so knives, that sort of stuff. They're not necessarily the best weapons, but they, you know, in a, in a close combat, yes, you could use the kitchen knives if you wanted. So as far as well, it's probably a as far as butchery that kind of stuff, you a what? Sorry, <laughs> big motor meat skewer, you know. <laughs> You're certainly going to find some skewers, yeah, 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 yeah. That'll do. Large cleaver. Uh, there's yep. very likely to be a cleaver, yeah. Uh, any of the cleaver family, uh, you know, June Beaver. Uh, a corkscrew. <laughs> do do they have corkscrew? Do you know? I've no idea when the corkscrew was developed. No I'm pretty sure it was a medical implement long before that, so presumably they had a cutlery version yeah, of it. probably. You... The Romans had corkscrews. Oh, well, there you go. For, for fine. Um, you can certainly find a bent knife, even if you can't find a corkscrew. But yes, not a problem. I'll cobble together a small cheese board and, and you know, and a few <laughs> mugs of wine. This is what I love about this game. You get a load of civilised people shooting dinosaurs <laughs> and travelling through weird dimensions, but by God we're going to do things the British way and put together uh, a and cheese we'll make, sure have, we'll make sure we have our cups of tea first. That Mr. Ewing I, I can't wait to see how you handle the inevitable killing one of you and resorting to cannibalism. Does anybody which, know which wine goes with ruffian? <laughs> In amongst all those Chutneys and pickles. There weren't any pickled walnuts by any chance. Oh, almost, almost oh, definitely. Well, with your small jar. 
there would have been there would have been um, some out on the out on the buffet. So um, let's say they've mm. probably not been spoiled. And there'll be there'll be some port. You know, I mean, he wouldn't have got the port out, so that will have been in the cupboard. Ah, there you go. It was in, in, the corkscrew was invented in about sixteen seventies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fairly modern for Sir William, but he'd probably have uh, picked one up from somewhere. It, it came it came from musket men having to remove spent charges from their muskets. So they say. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Very good. How did we used to actually do anything before the internet? Can anyone remember? God, you just just sit in pub going. Ooh, no idea. <laughs> you could get away with a lot, though, couldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Chinese originally, wasn't it, the corkscrew? It was used <laughs> for balls of opium that were stuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've seen a Roman corkscrew. I'm going to Google it. Stop Googling Because I was Roman. Googling. I was, I was researching medical instruments. Of course you were. Oh, you feel your book. Yeah. The Roman one. Yes. Right. Do we get five minutes to enjoy our cups of tea, lobster cheese and a large glass of You get of several hours. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You're all a little bit messed up and splattered and all the rest of it. Um, well, we may, we, you know, scrub ourselves down a bit with the, the kitchen. Yeah. Interesting thing. Water seems to run out water? fairly quickly from the kitchen. Hmm. Is there a pump outside? Uh, Being an there, older show. There is a, a, a pump, actually, yes. So, George? Um, well, you've actually got, I mean, you've got mains water here. Yeah, I know, but where it's an old house, you might have a pump mm -hmm. outside that still worked. Oh, so you mean, you mean well. is there that sort of pump? Uh, no, there's not going to be one of those around. You've certainly got you've got ah, a tank upstairs, of course, but that doesn't come through to the kitchen. Oh, so George, the water's run out. Ah. Did anyone spot a well in the garden? Nope. Uh, I don't think my uncle has a well. Oh, He's got a fish pond. Ah, there we are. Um, but I think that's the bit that. The garden that isn't there anymore. Is it the bottom of the garden, that one? Sorry. Luckily, it didn't bisect the fish pond when it came. <laughs> that would have been a bit sad for any, any fish in it. Uh, well, well, I we, can only say we, I hope we get back before three days are up. Well, there's, there's a tank in the loft. But... Before the urine drinking stage, eh? <laughs> I think Earwig's looking forward to it. <laughs> There's always the wine. Well, I mean... Another thing we did in the shop. Yeah, <laughs> plenty of wine. Yes, It'll plenty of wine and brandy, and I, I think there's possibly some port down there's the definitely, definitely port. There's, uh, the port and so forth is actually in the sideboard, so because that wouldn't have been brought out at the uh, uh, the buffet. No. It would have been for later. Would there be soda water, soda water with the decanters Maybe. And stuff as well? Possibly. Mm. I think we'll be fine for liquid. As long as you don't oh, work it into this yeah. Just arrive home absolutely sloshed. 
So, if you could mark off uh, some of that food, then you've basically used up all the bits and pieces. <laughs> Probably all of it. No, you can't eat all of it. I mean, you're gonna have, I think we had a lump of cheese, some pickled walnuts, a cup of tea, yeah. and a bottle and of you've wine. Used, you've used up what little sort of fresh stuff you could find from yeah, the whatever fresh from the that buffet was left that, was, that wasn't spoiled. Yeah. So that's gone. You're basically going to canned goods. Yeah. Right. Well, preserved goods, let's say. We didn't just get drunk and eat it all. That's entirely up to you. <laughs> no, no. How, how good are you at frugality then, uh, Sir George? I mean, you know, are you the sort of man who gets a bit I carried away? I don't even away? know what the word means. <laughs> Being a large rotund gentleman. <laughs> what is this frugality? So you might have a tendency to wander back and finish off those walnuts and... Uh... And nibble, you know, finish up the jar of... You know, a graze, a grazing as you pass. Mm. How much, uh, how much tobacco have you got? You've just got the the one pouch with you, I presume. Yes, and also a leather case of cigars. Right. And they're all about that long, so they last two or three days. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I've, I've got a leather, a leather um, uh, underwear. Yeah, um, slide no slider case. case. <laughs> <laughs> Of four, yeah, of uh, four scars. I've smoked one, and uh, I've got a half a pouch of pipe tobacco. Right. Now, um, it's entirely up to you what you do. Several hours do pass. Indeed, quite some time passes. You may want to perhaps uh, catch some rest, or you can do all sorts of exciting things like, you know, checking the building for roaming dinosaurs or anything you like. I might suggest that after we eat, we, we do possibly cautiously check the, for anything else left in the building. Perhaps we could uh, rest and take watches. Well, don't you think we ought to check for that last dinosaur thing? Oh, yeah, that is a good point. It, it was downstairs, I thought, somewhere, but I haven't heard anything. So, hang on. Before checking for the predatory dinosaur, you've sat and had some... Wine and cheese. Yeah, cheese and wine. And then you've said, yeah, yeah. should we check just in case it's still out there? Okay. Yeah. Just, just as long as I'm clear. <laughs> we're in trouble, but we're not foreign. <laughs> Cup of tea not first. Savages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, though. You can check around. Uh, you won't find it. It doesn't appear to be around at all. But the body of the other one's still oh, upstairs. Yes. Which is interesting because the little ones vanished. Yes, they did. Hmm. Mr. Ewig, did you suggest we wanted to, to bring this carcass downstairs? Mr. Ewig? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm suggesting... I thought I already dragged him downstairs. Yeah, you can, you can quite oh, easily. Okay. He's got a body of, I'll drop him a body in the of cellar, six. He can uh, quite easily drag an enormous dinosaur downstairs. Cellar or the pantry? Whichever the colder, I guess. Cellar. Yeah, which, whichever is colder. Stick it in the cellar. Give it time to regenerate. Uh, give it time to... Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I could cut its head off, Mum. Well, you if you think you should two. butcher it now, if you think you should butcher it now, that would, that would be a good idea. How uh, big is it? How big is it? We don't know. I mean, it's been some time already. Um, Person size. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's roughly sort of five feet tall-ish. But then it has a tail on Shetland top. Shetland pony. 
Well, I don't, I'm not on, when I say on top of it, I mean added on to the length. It hasn't got a tail on top of it. <laughs> that, that would clearly be ridiculous. <laughs> my God. It's worse than I. My God, I thought it was some they sort of. They really hat. did put them together wrong. <laughs> my God, the archaeologists really did get it wrong, didn't they? <laughs> right. They totally put the bones together wrong. I will attempt to butcher this creature. Okay, uh, do you have any relevant skills? No, never, no, I was just you, brazening yeah. it out. You've been to a butcher, but you've been right. Um, I've been to a butcher. I've seen men butchered. Oh, make this is make a, a roll on. Let's go for mind. I think you've I got mean, the. I'm assuming what my plan is. I know you've got to get the in bits out quick before the meat's <laughs> out. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm trying to technical, do. I, I think you probably do, as we've we've seen, have the um, the physical skills to easily butcher this thing, because you certainly butchered trying to shoot anything. Um, well, the problem is you've got to do it without bursting the Could you make a mind roll to see how good you are on things like anatomy and so forth against a difficulty of four, please? Well, okay. Uh, my mind is three. Yeah. means I need a six or less. Six! Hey, very good. Back you are it. just about to cut through the bowel when you think, oh, hang on, hang on, that doesn't look good. And you're going very slowly, you've got to really take your time, but you are kind of feeling your way around and getting yes. the hang of it, and you, you think you're doing okay with this. It's going to take you probably a couple of hours. Are you basically basing it on a fishing trip you went to once, you know? <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. The He's pretty out. much basing it on, oh, I wouldn't want to eat that, therefore I'll just get that out. <laughs> That Ew, that looks a bit squishy. <laughs> yeah, it's all pretty revolting. Now, as for the rest of you while he's doing that, I said you can if you want to, you know, catch 40 winks or whatever. You've all been up and very uh, active for a time. I'm going to... Uh, is there a shower room, a washroom? Have we got any water? Because I'm oh. now covered in... Well, the, the, the scullery has a kitchen, but we're out of water. Might be some upstairs, right of course. Of there are bathrooms upstairs. Yeah. I'll show Mr. Irwig where the bathrooms are upstairs and see if we've got any water left. You have. You the water tank and... upstairs is still full. Um, well, I think we, we might need to be a bit careful with this water. Yeah, I, think I, I think it's a little limited. We don't know how long we're going to be. Uh, Alright. I'll stay like this. Well, I mean, are you covered in... He is, it's, it's rather hard not to butcher a dinosaur without... He looks like he, he did it by basically making a small slit in the dinosaur and then crawling in to remove all the pot. He is I go upstairs, quite I go upstairs and find my un uncle's uh, a spare set of clothes of my uncle's mm. and throw it at him. And then I go downstairs in the <laughs> kitchen. Sort of, ew! Uh, and then find a, a bottle of kitchen cooking sherry or something in the kitchen, something really you wouldn't want to drink and hand him at the cloth with that and say, well, that's probably okay to wash with. <laughs> so you're suggesting he towels himself down with a cloth moistened cooking with sherry. cooking sherry? Yes. <laughs> and then has a celebratory cigar. To finish. <laughs> It'll evaporate quickly. It's not a problem. <laughs> I'll be a plum pudding. In no way, in no way are you going to be resembling bait at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the kitchen going, no, that's too nice to drink. That, that's, that, oh, God, no, I couldn't use that. Oh, we've got to save yeah, that. 
that's an 87. Pour that on. cooking sherry and uh, and a rag. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, and he's got a spare set of clothes. It's probably a bit big because them. Why don't I use some rubbing alcohol or something out in the workshop? Yes, yeah, so, something we've got that, that sort of. Yeah, I'll, I'll just use something yeah. like that. There are quite a number of uh, of bottles of various sort of degrees of smoky glassness, um, all labelled in uh, Sir William's very crabbed handwriting and almost impossible to read unless you happen to be Sir William. I could probably read <laughs> Or indeed them, but... <laughs> a close relative who works with him. So yes, you can yeah. find that he's the sort of person who puts... Perfectly innocuous things in exactly the identical bottle to the acids, and uh, yeah, yeah, I might just like go sniff you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the taste test doesn't really wouldn't do that with his stuff. Yeah, you can you can no, no. clean off. You eventually find some carbolic soap and uh, enough water to uh, to clean yourself off with. Keeping to a minimum, but yeah, yeah. Right, I'm gonna have a nap. Cool. So, you get some sleep. Could I have one person, please, volunteering to roll a percentage? Just just one Jim, of you to be responsible. On. Okay. <laughs> All right. okay. I'm not saying that they'll hate you if you roll a certain number, but, you know. <laughs> right. Okay. And if you'd like to play along at home, you'll need to get a PDF of Weird Zone from TriTac and look oh. up the landing effects table. We're not letting Nick roll anything after last week. <laughs> now <laughs> I've rolled well this week, but then that's you have yeah. been not a combat I've situation. Rolled, okay. I've rolled one elder sign and one zero, which is one hundred. Really, hundred? Really? Would you like me to read just the title of what that is? <laughs> not really. Right. <laughs> to give you an idea, is it, if is I was TPK? if I was to start at the other end of the table, we get no effect. If I then move up a okay. few levels, right. we get medium effect. <laughs> Ninth circle you've managed, you've managed to roll something called Armageddon effect. <laughs> what? <laughs> we didn't come with three dinosaurs. <laughs> the skies light up as all of the listed effects happen, along with a spectacular light show, thunder, and enough pyrotechnics to scare the natives for decades. So we're inside your sleep. So here is here is essentially what happens. There are multiple lightning strikes uh, hitting the ground outside. Explosions. Several fires have burst into being around the side. There is a gigantic glow around the property. A huge booming sound. Um, could I have uh, one of you roll the percentage, please? We're probably asleep. We might sleep through all this. Come on, let's have another percent. You're not sleeping through this, I can assure you. <laughs> this go on, this then is your wake-up call. Uh, 50. 50. Um, there is only the sound of one pane of glass in a window shattering, but um, it's quite dramatic. You may find when you get up and have a look that some of the glass has actually cracked slightly. Uh, absolutely mm. enormous uh, explosions clouds swirling around the outside of the building and just when you think it's pretty much um, started to calm down you notice the workshop curtains start to flap out and there appears to be a miniature tornado circling the property and ripping up large chunks of the garden Bloody after, hell. A while, after a while that fades 
George, mm. so George, I don't think we're back in Richmond. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've arrived. And can I just thank Tim particularly for continuing the fine tradition started by Nick last week of rolling things I really hope people will roll but never expect to actually see them get. Sort of very, very, very cautiously pukey nose past the curtains. Right. The entire plot and house is glowing. At the end of time. Um, you seem to be in, well, it's a, I mean, it's some sort of uh, suburban type street. It's it's a bit different than you're used to, necessarily. The places, there aren't any sort of uh, garden walls or fences, and the houses are a little bit unusual, but they've got uh, quite large lawns, a bit plain, a few trees and bushes around. Um... Looks like sort of a foreign design, you'd say. The house got a, a hint of a kind of Mediterranean feel to them, and they all seem to have. Oh God, they Wales. all seem to have quite wide paved areas, sort of sloping up to a kind of um, uh, ooh, hard to say, sort of front stables, possibly. Quite quite big doors on a flat building at the front. Uh, so George, I'm pretty sure we're not back where we started. I think this is East Richmond. <laughs> oh, well, I've never been around there. We may even be east no. of the river. Oh, what, what, no, I uh, wouldn't have expected you to be uh, East Richmond, lettuce, good lord. Well, <laughs> as long as within a couple of miles, I, I suppose we can get somebody to, I don't know, move the house or something? Move the house. <laughs> well, you can get chaps in who do sort of that sort of thing. No. You get a chance. That's not what it means. <laughs> Likewise, shoplifters don't actually walk <laughs> off with the shop. Well, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's okay if we're, we're in the right sort of, well, you know, postcode. It takes a while for things to settle um, down, but um, it, it looks uh, it, it's sort of quite sunny and um, pleasant weather, quite warm. I, I, I say, uh, you don't suppose we actually, you know, landed on somebody else's house, do you? I'm wondering if we swapped with those other people that we saw. No, that was that was somewhere from, that wasn't Richmond. You don't get houses like that in Richmond. No, well, not our part of Richmond, anyway. Mm. You seem um, to have landed in the part of so Richmond has, that has things like it, um, small succulents and slightly exotic looking plants around, as well as bushes and trees. Uh, is there any one around? Any person? Now, where, I know what you're like as a character. Where are you? Are you going for a look? Or are you just peeking out from the cellar? From an upper window. Okay. Um... From an upper window, um, just make me a roll on... Uh... No, actually, you don't really need to make a roll. You can't see anybody around the buildings. Uh, however, you can see a group of... Uh, a few figures moving in this direction from quite some way away, sort of down the road. It's a very open-plan kind of neighbourhood. No really big established trees, which is a, a bit unusual. Um, but you can see these these figures sort of moving towards you, and they're about the only people you can see. 
Okay. Do they? Can I make anything out about them? Um, judging by the size of the buildings and the road, it looks like it's possibly a group of kids. <coughs> okay. I'll train the elephant gun at them and wait. <laughs> You'd never hit them from that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm quite prepared to let him try. <laughs> Almost eager, actually. Uh, <laughs> give them Sir George and I are presumably downstairs. I'll, I'll um, go into the hall and call Mr. Earwig. <laughs> Mr. M- Mr. Mr. Carnahan, Mr. Earwig, um. I think we've landed. Just here we Yes, I see that. Uh, can you see anything yeah. from up there? Yeah, there's a bunch of kids approaching. Oh, okay. I've got me gun trained on them. Oh, you probably don't want to do that. They could be feral kids, well. Met Not a lot in of Richmond. them in the, in the sedan. He's got a point. Not if we're back in Richmond. I, I can't see them being that bad. I don't think we're back in Richmond, Marv. Of course we must be. We're just in a different street. I know London like the back of my colon, Mum. And I would say... <laughs> That's where you got well, I, would say... <laughs> I would say this isn't no part of London I've ever seen, Mum. Well, I, I wouldn't have thought you come to Richmond very often. fucking <laughs> 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 oh, I'm choking on me sherry. I'm so angry. <laughs> you just hear some kind of inarticulate grumble. It's not a lot, Nick. You don't actually have to choke on the wine. Nick, <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to prepare ourselves. What? What? We not be back in Richmond. Well, where are we then? It, it looks. Well, I suppose it does particularly English. Def- definitely, uh, John. A bit more Mediterranean. Oh. It looks a bit like Marseille. I went to once. That was pretty. Oh, I like Marseille. Well, they had the similar sort of wide buildings and streets and things. Very, very We've wide streets. France, haven't we? Oh well, you know. Well, Mister Here, we should get down here and. Be prepared to meet them. I'm not known for my social graces, ma'am. More my uh, dead shots. Sorry. I I'm supposed. To... <laughs> Sorry. I'm supposed to be impartial, <laughs> but it's really hard with your character. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have the gun, Mr. Rearwig. You should come down here just in case we might be in danger. Oh well, I've got a better shot from up here, ma'am. I say I've got a better shot from up here, ma'am. Are you shouting? Not out of the window, down the stairs. (laughs) I I may go to the front of the house and peer out one of the windows that's next to the front door. Okay, you have still got some uh, (coughs) trees and bushes and so on around the front of the house, but you can get yourself to a position where you can see past them. Um, There are indeed a group of probably half a dozen figures. Uh, arriving slightly cautiously, and they do seem, in fact, to be armed. They look—they look like they're wearing possibly some sort of military outfit, very, very peculiar headgear. Uh, but they're definitely carrying some sort of rifle. Some of them. 
Oh. It looks like... Oh, I sort of uh, back you, would, you would presume that the reason they've come over is because you didn't exactly sneak in and land quietly. Um, <laughs> We've squashed somebody's house, haven't we? No, no, there's no evidence of that whatsoever. It's almost like you've exactly oh, okay. replaced it. Not two little red shoes poking up. No, from nothing like that. <laughs> there's no place like home. And luckily, you can take it with you. <laughs> Um, I might pull back suddenly from the window then if I see them armed. Yeah, they are sort of looking across this way. Um, they've possibly got some sort of protective gear, in fact. They've really got kind of full-face um, helmet-type things by the look of it. Rather weird, bulbous affairs. Sir so, so George, I, I think they might be armed. Um... Do you think we should just sort of <clears throat> open the door very slightly, just sort of shout hello or something? Yeah. Oh, we'll tell them we're English. Yes, that should work. Now, I'm getting some visual <laughs> clues from Nick. <laughs> um, obviously, the, the listeners can't quite see this. <laughs> I, I believe the expression is face palm, <laughs> not head desk. <laughs> do, do you perhaps have an alternative approach, uh, Nick? Uh, you, I was going to kill well, the bastards. You can see them. I mean, they've, as they've got closer, they they split up. Um, although they're a little bit cautious and not a hundred percent organised, they are acting a little bit more like a unit. They're just a rabble of, of kids, and they—they're definitely armed, and they are all in some sort of uniform. I say, Daniel. Here we go. Would you ask them whether if they—if they know a, if they could recommend a good baccarat club? Uh, no, I won't do that, sir. But I'll be happy to shoot one in the head for you if you like. Well, don't shoot them yet. They could—they could be friendly. You don't know. There but was a situation you... very like this in Calcutta, Mark. How would you feel if somebody turned up and dropped a house in your neighbourhood where, you know, there'd been a perfectly good park beforehand? I would uh, want to kill the bastards, Mum. Well, you don't know. They could be perfectly nice people. He's got a bit of a mouth on him, this boy, hasn't he? Terrible language in front of a lady. <laughs> oh, Letty's probably... I'm no lady. <laughs> oh, wait, now I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fine, Letty, Letty's going to go over to the front door without actually peering from behind it. She's just sort of going to open it and sort of wave her hanky outside and going, Hello! Aha, you appear to have attracted some attention. There's some excited quacking from across the road. Cracking? Quacking. Quacking? She's quacking up. Someone Hello, get the bill. Hello, I say, we, we, we don't mean any harm. Uh, uh, could you tell us where we are, please? Right. A couple of the figures... Yeah, two of the figures do uh, detach themselves from the others and disappear out of your line of view. One of them, across the road, is now hiding behind... Uh, well, very ineffectively, uh, the only available thing he can hide behind, which appears to be a small metal box on a stick in front of one of the buildings. Um, 
no idea what that is, but it, it's got a little flag on it. It's a peculiar device. It looks like a bread box, actually. Um, and appears to be unlimbering his rifle and pointing it in the general direction of you. But I can't see you this, Sam. You can see door. that. I mean, unless, unless you're not poking your head out at all, you can see him because he's directly across from you. I'm barely poking my right. head out. I'm in like case, sort of peering a nose around and waving a handkerchief and then sort of you can popping. You can see that he's doing this, um, but you're not particularly exposing yourself. <laughs> well, I'm not exposing myself at all, sir. <laughs> How would? See, your, your hem of your skirt is lifted marginally above your lower ankle. <laughs> Well, no, I think I ripped a petticoat off. Yes, it is well above your ankle. Uh, obviously, Sir William had developed uh, detectors and alarm systems for whenever a lady's ankle is exposed within the bounds of the house. Uh, but they, they must have been disabled during this transfer. It immediately calls the police. Uh, no, I mean, that, that's ridiculous. It wouldn't call the police. It would obviously just have the lady in question committed to an asylum. Because that's what they did, if there was ever any question of... Uh, yeah. Um, um, I, uh, I don't think they're listening to me, Sir George. As I say, popping well back behind the door. Earwig. They appear to be setting themselves up to cover the house in a fairly military manner. And how many are there of them now? They appear to be. Well, it's either six or seven. A bit hard to see, but you can't keep track of them all. They have split up. Several of them have possibly gone behind the building. You know where at least four of them are, though. In front of the building. More or less. Remembering we've got giant holes in the back of the building. Mm. I think they might be coming around the back. Mm. You know those improvised weapons? Oh, yes. About, Large spanner or hammer or something. I might heft one a couple of times. Will that make you feel better? You don't win a prize if you get the weight <laughs> correct, yeah. you know. <laughs> He's a scholar, he can probably guess the nearest gram, you know. Ounce, I think. Ounce, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll pull the door closed thoroughly and sort of maybe retreat I back a bit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Mr. Earwig, uh, you're a military yes, man, what do you suggest? Uh, I'd normally say front rank uh, start and fire, and then back rank start and fire, then retreat ten paces, same again. Well, we only Do have that. two as the front well, rank, and we only have one bullet, well, you so retreat maybe we'll come paces. up with another suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> as we only have the one front rank and one bullet, uh, possibly we should come up with a different plan. Well, the big knobs normally try talking, Mum. Well, which do you suggest is their leader? I'll, uh, I don't know. You've got the best view, so. The one in the middle, ma'am. So, George, perhaps if you okay. spoke right. to someone? Yeah. Um, I will open the front door, and I will point to the nearest one and say, you there? Yeah, he has noticed um, you. <laughs> yep, yeah, I'll say, uh, you know, beckon him with my with my finger. Right, he's not moving. He is pointing a weapon at you. He's basically across the road, so he's a reasonable distance. A firearm. Uh, some sort of rifle. Uh, no, he had some rifles, sort of rifle that he's resting on this strange bread bin on top of a stick. 
I will shout, you there, again. I say... Did you not feel you were English enough the first time? Um... (laughs) Speak a bit clearer and louder. Right obviously foreign. Yes. Where are we? Try French. Could you make a soul roll, Sir George? This is um, the... I think it's soul in this one, not spirit. I always get them confused. Um, just tell me what your soul is and what you roll. Uh, I have a, a soul of three and I roll a three. Oh, it's a good roll. Um, you're okay. There is a, a sort of a crackling discharge and you get this, the sense of a sort of... Um, it's almost like an invisible beam of light. It's a very odd, odd feeling. Uh, going straight past your ear, and there seems to be the um, the ironwork of the front of the building behind you. Just for a second, seems to almost crackle and spark. It's quite possible that you've just been shot at. <laughs> I'll close the door again. <laughs> uh, you can see that quite clearly from above, Earwig. Uh, did I see where where it came from? Yes, you can absolutely clearly see the totally stationary figure leaning on this box across the street. He's the, he's the one, in fact, you can see the most clearly because he's just right over the road from you. I will kill him. Now, what you mean is you'll try to kill him, I take it. No, no, I'm thinking right. positive. Well, let's have a look. Let's do this by the book and give you every possible advantage. Um, and see what sort of bonuses you're likely to get. Um, ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. <laughs> Any at all. Okay. <laughs> you're pointing in the right direction. <laughs> so you're going to be leaning out the window, bracing the weapon and so forth. So you get a plus one for you not moving. You get a plus one for him not moving. He isn't very close. Um... Uh, attack attacker is ducking would that ca- no no um target is ducking hmm. okay so you've got a plus one on this a plus one so what am i rolling uh this is effectively a plus one to your skill in effect skill which is marksman yep. Your marksmanship, yeah. So five, I've got five. Right, better make a roll then. Oh, Anything your... in single figures would be good. It's in single figures, but it is as high as it can get while still being in single figures. It's uh, a nine. Right. You want to know the really galling part? Well, I needed an eight. eight. It was against uh, difficulty. After the building, right. The other window explodes outwards above us. <laughs> no, he's, he's done a very he's done a very good shot. He's missed, but he's done a very good shot. The large post that is has got this metal box on top uh, splinters and shatters, and the post falls over. The uh, there's a, a terrible quacking squawk from across the place, and a couple of feathers fly as this thing leaps. To one side, dropping his rifle. But you're damn sure you've missed it. Is there what? What was the thing that happened? You, you've shot this Feathers. box that, he was, that the marksman was behind. And there's some splinters, and, and he sort of makes a quacking squawk and, you know, leaps to one side, feathers fly, that kind of thing. 
right. I thought you said these is things. he is he a bird? Well, not unless he's wearing some sort of military uniform and carrying a gun. Of course not. We which George and I can't see this because we're inside and now now you have a good look at him. I mean, the helmet he's wearing it is a bit, you know, ducky. 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 What's happening up there, Daniel? Uh, they, I, sh- I should Did just you, point out, by the way, Nick, uh, you will know that it's very obvious to anyone where you've just fired from because there is a large plume of black smoke <laughs> associated with... And a big hole in the window. Oh, yeah, in the window. I was assuming you hadn't <laughs> fired through. <laughs> He's not an imbecile. <laughs> is he? Is he an imbecile? Uh, I will back away. Uh, I will back away from the... Uh, in the window. I'll drop the elephant gun, it's pointless now, and join my comrades downstairs. Did you get him, Mr. Rearwick? Uh, yeah. Oh, well done. So, uh, have any more of them? They, they are, the other ones had rifles. I think, uh, unfortunately, he was replaced almost immediately by another one. Oh. I think they're ducks. Sorry? I beg your pardon. I know it sounds a strange thing to say. <laughs> Showing it is, unusual is perception some... for a change there, Mr. Carnahan. It is, is, that, is that some sign for uh, nationality I've not heard of? Uh, no, I mean they're, they're ducks. Quacking ducks. Now, we've told you about ducks. that language. <laughs> what, you know... Roast on a Sunday with orange sauce type duck. <laughs> and the problem of supplies is fit- <laughs> solved instantly. <laughs> uh, yeah, ducks with guns. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Ewing, did you hit your head when the gun went off? Uh, it, it yes, that's beside the point. <laughs> uh, you're not making much sense, Mr. Ewing. Uh No, ma'am. Nevertheless, ducks. Right. Okay. What do you suggest we do now as a military man? Uh, I would normally suggest a uh, a formal retreat, ma'am, but I don't know where we've got to retreat to. And they. So I may well lock myself in the cellar, if that's all right. And they may be coming in through the back of the building. Yes. So. Uh, it's been lovely meeting you both. Goodbye. <clears throat> um, I'm going to head down to the cell. Okay. Sir George, make him stay. <laughs> Daniel, would you like a cigar? Uh, it's all right, sir. I can take them off your corks once the doctor finished with you. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. Uh, you're welcome actually. to come with me. And lock the door. Well, perhaps we should hide we could try talking to them again they didn't seem very communicative when you spoke to them before it's probably worth bearing in mind you have shot at one of them since then so I imagine that the reaction might be slightly different this time perhaps more positive (laughs) (laughs) I didn't actually hit one or anything (sighs) they seem to have very sophisticated weaponry Yes, and we now have none. Well, you've got lots. Yeah. Think of all the things you could do with those amazing chemicals. And 
so forth. As somebody has no knowledge? No, I haven't got the foggiest. No, no. <laughs> Pity. With my scientific knowledge, yeah. with my scientific knowledge, could I start rooting through the bottles to see if there's any sort of combination yep. that's going to be... If, if you have scientist in this game, you are basically a scientist, a proper scientist. You can even call yourself a doctor. If I you do want. have scientists. Um, <laughs> that's no guarantee. <laughs> no. You've got very little time. Uh, now, most of these things are in the lab, so you'll have to sort of dash through there. But if you're going to grab a few bits and pieces, and possibly some, some rubbish, spare rubbish, bottles, rubbish. maybe, and things like that. Uh, if you yep. just make a roll on your scientific skill against a difficulty of two, please, because... Can I help him deciphering any of these? Uh, yes. He may not be yes, able to that... He's not going to have too much trouble. Is that a 2D? Is that still 2D6? Uh, yeah, it's always 2D6. Um, the percentages and so on are actually not for Forgotten Futures, that's for Weird Zone. Right. So for anything you do, it's the 2d6. Uh, so you've only got a difficulty of 2. Okay. Your skill is what? I'm 7. 7? And I... <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, uh, and I, I rolled a Fantastic. Um, you run through, almost without double-checking, grab half a dozen bottles, pick up some spare bottles and rags and odds and ends, a couple of funnels, uh, and with an armload of stuff, you can go wherever you like. <clears throat> I'm trying to. What, I, uh, yeah, okay. what have you got um, in mind to actually make? I, ideally, small glass bottles of a compound that I can throw that will make a large explosion. Explosion. Uh, moder moderate explosions. Flame? Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. with some flame, yeah. and you could I mean, probably what, what, what like you could probably make some that would create quite a bit of either smoke or some sort of quite acrid gas uh, clouds, you know. So yeah, that, that sort that, of thing is, yeah, that. that's well within your abilities. It'll just take another roll to actually yeah. make the stuff without setting it off, but, you know. Okay. Where are I'm you going to, though? Because it's going to take a few minutes to do this. Well, do you mean where am I going to yes. make Yes, at the up? moment, you're downstairs at the back of the house holding an armload of bottles and things. Yeah. I think the work... The work um... Workshop's probably easy, guess. Maybe, Well, that's where you yeah, are at the moment. Maybe we should head upstairs. That's where all the stuff... That's oh, where you I'll picked do, up the yeah. supplies. I'll do, I'll do it in the workshop. Okay. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do the workshop, which the I will workshop. remind you, uh, has uh, quite a large uh, area of broken glass, oh, it does. can't be defended, and is at the back of the house. Mm. Next room along at the breakfast room? Uh, the breakfast room? Could do, yeah. It does have yeah. external windows, okay. but yeah. Or uh, whichever room was it more towards the back of the house? Uh, kitchen. Yeah, well, yeah, there's the there's the kitchen or the pantry. I mean, again, they've all got external doors and windows, but um, either of those. More of an we... internal room than the workshop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But then, if we were up, if we were upstairs, we could lob them out of the window, couldn't we? Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll give the Sir George a hand lugging this stuff upstairs. Yeah, it's quite straightforward. I mean, somewhere like the, Sorry. the nursery or the study or the bedrooms have got uh, bay windows at the front. There's the bedroom with the balcony over the okay. front door. Um, the, there are two bathrooms actually upstairs in either rear corner of the house, so it would be possible if you needed some water. They're still getting water from the tank. So you'd have all the supplies you'd need and everything upstairs, yeah. Okie dokie. 
I'm just following Sir George's right. leaders. So, uh, to make something that's going to produce some degree of smoke or so forth, could you make another roll? This will be a difficulty three, please. Okay, uh, I roll a ten. <laughs> yeah, that's actually fine. And to make something explosive, that would also be a three. Do you want me to roll again? Don't bot. Can I help at all? <laughs> Please don't budge. <laughs> Can I be in a different house? <laughs> if he botches, you'll all be I in might... a different house. <laughs> okay. Well, Thank I, you. I might at least slow ourselves all the way back. That's to not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've rolled yeah, a You're absolutely fine. Um, quite surprising uh, to you, Earwig, but this rather condescending portly, port-swilling, gouty fellow um, turns out to be a bit of a dab hand with the chemicals, and before you know it you've got several small right. bottles with sort of rags jammed in the top and um, different chemicals poured in. Mr. Earwig's hiding in the cellar. Oh, you've gone downstairs. No. You've actually <laughs> gone to the cellar, have you? Yeah. Okay. Whilst the elderly gentleman and the young lady are running around the house trying to defend it. Right, in that case... The most defensible In that case, you're sitting there with a slightly smoky oil lamp in the cellar with uh, a little bit of cheese and some wine. And a dead dinosaur. Um, You didn't bring... Yeah, I suppose you did. butchered dinosaur. A raw dinosaur. (laughs) You can sit trying to cook chunks of it over your oil lamp. (laughs) Because there's nothing like that faint tang of paraffin when you're enjoying a good, (laughs) good barbecue. Dinosaur sushi. <laughs> Meanwhile, upstairs, you do now have some. I mean, you've got your sort of melee weapons, but you do now actually have some throwable things. Obviously, the smoke and that kind of stuff doesn't do anything apart from create a diversion, cover no. your escape, or whatever. So you might want to think of a plan. So, Sir so George, are we are we going to attack them, or or just see what they do? Or? I think we could probably do with Daniel's military experience at this point. Well, his military experience is currently hiding in the cellar, so... I've got to say, he is actually displaying a lot of military experience right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's all gone tits up, I'm going to go and get the booze and hide in the cellar. (laughs) This is his general military experience. It's always seen him good so far. (laughs) I will go and knock on the cellar door and say, Ah, uh, Mr. Carnahan. <laughs> what can I do for you, sir? Well, we were just wondering whether you could perhaps come upstairs and uh, lend uh, some of your... Uh, 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 Five military mind. <laughs> <laughs> we have weapons. Have uh, the, the ducks invaded. Well, you can definitely hear a sound around the lab area. And it's the sound of crunching Light. broken yes. glass. Did they have bare feet or boots? Uh, now, you, now you're thinking back, it's a bit hard to say, but you'd say they were possibly wearing flippers. Because since Mr. Ear mentioned the idea of ducks, you, you automatically think, but they were wearing shoes. Yeah, it's or were they? <laughs> quite quite big shoes, now you think back. Sort of orangey. Mm, you didn't really notice the colour. Oh, 
Well, I hope if they're ducks, flip them will hurt their feet on the glass. <laughs> I'll come up the stairs then and see what weapons uh, we have. Well, all manner of things. Uh, I mean, you'd picked up some bits and pieces, so you'd, you've got some sort of club and probably a small knife from the kitchen. Is that all? That's oh, what we've got. Up, you no, the, the throne weapon. I was at Rourke's Drift several yes. weeks before the massacre, but That's I was at Rourke's Drift. <laughs> it was a pleasant spot, and the natives were selling postcards yes, at the time. That, yes. It was a very, very good <laughs> Lovely people. <laughs> oh, Rourke's Drift. Oh, no, I was never at Rourke's Drift. Sorry. I thought you said Mork's Drift. <laughs> Just down the road, I bought a lovely string of bees from my mum. <laughs> um, I did learn there that uh, a small number of people can defend against pretty much any opposing force as long as they don't have a Maxim gun. Well, you don't have a Maxim gun, so in that case you can defend against any number of... <laughs> Well, this is where we're relying on your, your considerable military knowledge, Mr Earwick. Uh, my military knowledge is that we're going to get killed by uh, a group of aggressive ducks. So well, I was going to hide in the shower and wait out until this place moved on again. Well, we That's my suggestion. We, we cope with the dinosaurs and they were far larger. Dinosaurs don't have rifles, Mum. Ducks do. Common military knowledge. I don't see why you call them ducks. They just look like, well, people in strange helmets. They quack and uh, shoot feathers. Well, I'm sure run. that's just whatever their foreign tongue is. You know, that they, they just don't speak English, obviously. That's true. There was no sign that they spoke English. And, and if, you, if you, you don't speak the language, it can sound very odd sometimes. She's absolutely right. right. <laughs> yes. Well, if we get killed, you can send me the bill. It's a duck joke there, Mark. Ah, yes, of course. He does. My God, Sir George is like your worst possible audience. The person who realises it's a joke, acknowledges it's a joke, and yet somehow manages to undermine it quite badly. I'm so sorry. I mean, that's that's quite amusing. Yeah. Technically, on some level, that is actually a joke. Uh, where are you all standing now? Probably just around the cellar door while Mr. Remick decides whether to right. go out or not. <laughs> I would suggest we all need to get down. But what about my... See, that was a duck over. joke. Come on. Uh, yes. I can see it. Down. Down. How do you get down oh. from a duck? Yeah, all right. A very Carry small on. ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I mean, you, you're all around the cellar, then, are you? Hide in the cellar. In that case, you can uh, hear uh, the sound of something moving from the kitchen. You're basically you're all in the larder, then, if you're standing around the cellar door. And the other side yeah. of the larder doors, uh, the kitchen, and something is in there, and I'm terribly sorry to say, I'm going to have to call it that, because I have to go to bed. So, with the sound of uh, 
of the World Wide Webbed Feet. Disappointed gamers. Uh, oh, thanks. I guess I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, there isn't. But... ending. <laughs> there can't be much of the cell, the larger door. Ah, left no, you're okay. You see, there are. <laughs> it's got a door at each end, and then there's kind of the door in the middle oh. that goes to the kitchen, and then the opposite side has got one that goes to the cellar, and it's the one in the middle right. that, you, uh, that you need to worry about with the kitchen. The end ones, I'll grant you, are kind of um, open, drafty. Um, yeah, I mean, then you do a lot of damage with an elephant gun. <laughs> well, I mean, theoretically, obviously. Th- three bullets. No, I do a lot of damage. Well it's just spent, not necessarily so. the thing I wanted to do the damage to. <laughs> At least the last one was a tricky well, it was shot. A proper, it was a proper like, shot in that you didn't knock yourself back on your ass and wrench your shoulder. <laughs> yes, it wasn't yeah, that utter cock-up. Or redecorate the house. Or... <laughs> anyway, thank you very much indeed. We'll, uh, whenever we pick this up next, probably get to a bit of combat at the rate you're going. So you need you need <gasps> to write down on your inventory that you have several small vials of uh, explosive and uh, smoke-producing chemicals. And a couple of tins of corned beef and... Uh, <laughs> And some pickled walnuts. I- imagine what MacGyver <laughs> could make with that. Good wine. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if uh... could make a battery. Brilliant. To power a small light bulb that we haven't Something got. Something in the forty-watt range. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would have been fantastic if he'd asked for something in the forty-watt range, and that's what they'd given him. A bed, a bed <laughs> anyway, thank you all. Uh, I'll try not to lose the file before I've successfully saved it, and I'll get that up at the site probably <laughs> the weekend. Thank you very much, John. Yes, thank you, John. Thank uh, you. I'll see you. I will run something at some point. I yeah, promise. Of course. I've got flight thirteen I... to do. I need some ideas for modern day right. characters who are need to fly on a plane. Okay, we'll think of that. And right. I was wondering if. No, I'll make some I was wondering characters. if you could possibly run uh, screaming from a load of ducks next time we play this. <laughs> yes, I think I could. I think we need to poison some bread and then. You've eaten all the bread. Yeah, damn. Otherwise, a foolproof plan. Yes. Otherwise, it could have worked. We've also lost the duck pond, so you know. What you, you think that yes, make a duck pond. They would just brilliant. be completely unable to walk past it without jumping in and splashing around. <laughs> what we need is a duck gun. Never mind an elephant gun. Yeah, wrong sort. <laughs> Maybe you didn't. The one you have to mount on a barge. Oh God, yeah. one of those yeah. punt guns. Yep. Yes. Yeah, punt guns. Yeah. I wonder how far back a barge, like the punt, would actually travel once you fire those. Because it, it, I mean, it will. You know, Newton was right, wasn't it? Anyway, yes, yeah. God, I've got to go back. You uh, all have a good night. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. Great fun. And you. And Thanks, John. See you Thank soon. you, John. Bye. 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 Go and post on the forum or something. Well, anyway, uh, thank you for coming. Uh, I hope you'll consider my application for funding for next year's trip to find life on Mars. 
Now, I know the chances of anything coming to Earth are a million to one, what they say, but uh, I, I disagree, really, and uh, I think... Uh, oh, hello? Hello? Oh, where's everyone gone? to engaging with infernal devices may wish to direct their Babbage engines to examine www.professorelemental.com for further information and musical fancies delivered directly to your preferred phonographic apparatus. <laughs> Bless my soul, what a wonderful age we do live in. 